Are you looking for someone to help you with your roof, siding, and gutters projects? Look no further than CRC Renovations. Serving the Lexington and surrounding communities for over 20 years, this family-based company can help you with all of your exterior needs. Call the folks over at CRC Renovations at 859-327-3913. Again, that's 859-327-3913. Sean, I noticed your landscaping the other day looks fantastic. I hate landscaping. I know that you aren't a big fan of landscaping. Who did it for you? Well, it wasn't me. Well, I didn't figure. I contacted the guys over at Horizon Landscaping. Mike and Jimmy, they did an excellent job. And it was super affordable. Are they local? They are local. And you can reach them on Facebook by reaching out to Mike Wills, or you can call them at 859-274-6571. Again, that's 859-274-6571 for all of your landscaping needs. Well, I'm definitely going to give them a call. Thanks. The guys behind the From Corner to Corner podcast are diving deep into Montgomery County High School sports with the Community Trust Bank Coaches Corner. Join us as we talk local high school athletics with your local coaches. Whether you're a student athlete or a screaming fan, this is the place to turn to get the inside scoop before the next big game. And now, it's time for the show with Sean Kuyper, Neil Payne, Adam Muncie, and Wes Crouch. Everybody, welcome back to another episode of From Corner to Corner, Coach's Corner, presented by Community Trust Bank. Your friend in banking. Equalizing lender. Member FDIC. We have the honor of having back uh, Michael McCormick, the boys golf coach. Uh, coach, welcome back. Thanks for being here with us. Good to be here. Woo! Absolutely. Last time we had you here, you had just taken the job. Yes, sir. I was like maybe just a couple hours on the job. <laughs> yeah. like you, you hadn't been there very long. Yeah, well, I can tell you last time I was here, I didn't have as many gray hairs as I did now. <laughs> <laughs> uh... Well, why don't, Coach, why don't, why don't we jump right in and tell us how the season's been so far? It's gone well. Um, I know the last time I was here, I came into the season with pretty high expectations. Um, we've had a good season overall. We've been very competitive as a team. Uh, we've had a lot of individuals that have had some some individual success as far as Low tournament rounds. Um, I know previously we talked a little bit about our kind of our number one, Brett Markham. He's having a phenomenal year. He started off slow, but but since um, he's coming on strong at the end, uh, he, he's kind of peaking right when I want him to. Uh, he actually just this just this past Saturday we played in probably our our toughest tournament of the season. It was uh, over 170 players. Uh, it was a who's who of of the the top right. town in the state. You know he he fired a solid round of 70. You know, to finish second overall, nice. which the good thing about it too was is, is he kind of positioned himself. He needed a top two or three finish here in the last two tournaments to qualify for the All-State Tournament. And to do it on Saturday in that field, you know, I was, I was very impressed. But overall, you know, I, I try to take time to reflect on everything. I'm, I'm very happy with, with where we are right now. I think our, our team, um, you know, we're top 40 in the state as far as All-State points go. So, 
not knowing exactly what I was getting into from a talent perspective with what we had, with where we are right now, I'm, I'm very, very happy. So you said top 40 in all state points. In the all state points, correct. So how many qualified, how many teams qualify for a state tournament? So the the state tournament, all state is a little bit different from state tournament. Okay. All state is something they started a few years back. It's just a way during the regular season you accumulate points based right. upon your top seven. So like finishes. the FedEx Cup, correct? Okay. So this Saturday is the last Saturday of the regular season. The following Saturday is the all state tournament, which is top fifteen teams in the state, and then top twenty one individuals that are not part of those teams. Okay. So I think right now Brett is. Number fourteen okay. of that twenty-one, so okay. he's safely inside the cut number, and that's a, that's a very prestigious tournament. I mean, that's the top of the top, the right. elite of this state. So qualifying for that is it's great exposure for him, okay. you know, for the program. So when so then when will you all have regionals? So regions will be Tuesday, September nineteenth at okay. Irish Shields. So is that is golf, and I would assume so. Golf, like every other sport, if you win region do you make the state like how, how does that work well they just they just changed this different last year they implemented the top I believe it's the top two teams from region qualify to go onto the first stage of okay. the state okay so you actually have to make it through region and then the next stage to make it to the final stage okay of the state now how, how do we feel about our chances of making it out of region into that first round of state we are Rowan County and Mason County have established themselves as the top two dogs in our region all year. We have not beat them yet in okay. the tournament, so we're going to be coming into regions as a bit of an underdog, which is kind of okay. where I want to be. Right? You know, we're, we won't have the pressure on us that Rowan and Mason does, but we have the talent. We just haven't been able to put all five guys together on the same day. If we can get, and it's going to see this is going to be on our home track. Right. I think we need a little bit of that Irish Hills magic. You know, I think we can do it. Okay. Um, the the us Russell Fleming, we've kind of been jockeying for for position all year about who's that that third team. Yeah. But uh, I feel good about it. Oh well, good. I feel good. good about it. I don't know what I was going to say now. <laughs> okay. Um. Yeah, it's gone. <laughs> all right. So you talked about you talked about Brett having a fantastic year. He's already qualified for the. Did you say all state. All state tournament. All state tournament. Um. Tell us how highlight some other golfers who maybe have surprised you with how well they've they've played. Well, my my two and my three man Owen Letcher. He's been playing the two. Chase Curtis. He's been playing the three. Owen Letcher is is a sophomore. Um, he's repeatedly um, shot eighty or better. I think three times this year, which is you know he came into the season kind of averaging somewhere around eighty five. You know, three times this season he he's he's, he's broke eighty in a tournament. He's clearly established himself as our number two. Um, and that's what we needed. We needed somebody from the underclass to kind of step up and kind of take that role. Chase Curtis the same way. I think Chase Curtis last year, he told me he may not have broken 100 in a tournament. Wow. First two tournaments out of the gate this year, he shoots 79 and 80. Wow. So, that's I mean, it's a, big, it's a swing. big swing. And he's got – the biggest thing about some of our young kids is there's a lot of talent. But I think, you know, trying to trying to kind of harness that and teach them, you know – how to play golf right it, it's just it's going to pay a lot of dividends and a lot of our young kids have they've gotten a lot of tournament experience this year um you know we have 17 kids total four of them are seniors but i think um eight of my guys have been able to play in four or five or more tournaments which will pay big dividends you know come next year right that's that's, that's awesome so you have a tournament coming up this weekend 
Saturday is the Montgomery County Invitational. Okay. Um, we'll shotgun start at 9 a.m. We've got all the top teams from the from our region showing up. Um, I think GRC is even going to bring a team over. We had Lexington Catholic coming, but they had to pull out at the last second. But it's going to be a strong field. I think we have 104 players. Um, we're trying to get the word out. I want to get as many people from the community to kind of come out and support the kids. I mm-hmm. want to try to create that, that tournament atmosphere with a lot of energy. Right. Um, you know, Kathy Montgomery is going to help us out. She's going to open the clubhouse up, you know, for lunch and previous to badass coffee from Lexington's coming over. They're going to set up, you know, kind of a breakfast and, and, and coffees that morning. So yeah. it's going to kind of be an atmosphere that kind of caters to spectators being there. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm super excited about it. Um, I would encourage anybody that does want to come out. Spectator carts will be limited okay. at the course, so if you have your own personal cart, bring it out. I know Brad; he does not charge a trail fee, so it'll be free of cost. Um, but it would be it'll be super exciting. So, you know, we're a few days out from that tournament. How do you feel about your guys' chances? I think we're all we're we're, we're trending in the right direction. And I've told the guys I've, if I've said it once, I've said it a thousand times. If I had some of them here, they they'd probably roll their eyes. It's I've explained to him from the get-go. I said, you know, we're running. This is a marathon that we're running. It, right. It's not. A, it's not a sprint. It's not about, you know, one shot or, or one round or one term. It's not even about this season. You know, we're we're building, and all this year has been about trying to build so that we're peaking right now. Right. And from what I can tell, from what I can see, you know, I, I think we're starting to kind of find that rhythm. And uh, you know, like I said, we're we're kind of moving in the right direction. It seems like that. Um I get a little inside information because my daughter's boyfriend plays. Right. Uh, Braden. Uh, Gross. <laughs> I don't like it. Not a big fan of <laughs> boyfriends. Not a big not a big fan of boyfriends. <laughs> but it does seem like that everyone has gotten better from day one to now. Uh, you know, it, it just continuously, just like, well, they shot this. Well, they shot this. It just continuously looks like everyone, really, from, from top to bottom, has gotten better uh, throughout the year and it's got to make you feel good that you're going into a tournament at your home field they'll all you know be very familiar with with the course with how it plays and whatnot they'll play in this one and then you know 10 days later just about they play in regions right uh they, they that has to kind of excite you well i think a combination of how we practice yeah it's, it was new to them at the beginning but how we practice has really prepared us for the grind of tournaments. And then we've played in, I believe, 15 or 16 tournaments. That's prepared them. Right. Everybody on the team has either played in an 18-hole tournament or a 9-hole match. So, you know, and you can tell the guys that come out for the first tournament. I mean, they don't talk. Their <laughs> eyes are wide open. I mean, they, they're nervous. But you got to get that under their belt, get that out of the way. And, you know, that sets them up better for success, especially coming into our term. You know, it's on their home track. They know it. We've been playing it all year. Right. Um, I've got guys probably out there right now. They'll beat it until until the sun goes down. Yeah. So it's – but it is. To follow up our tournament and then to have about eight or nine days to really grind it out and get, yeah. get ready for region, it's – it's you know, it puts us in a good position. Right. So following up on what Wes said there, I mean, the the dramatic change that you've seen this season, right, was – was that something that you saw early on in um, how to attack th- this year coaching? Was that the game plan that you had all along? You knew what you were kind of working with, or have you just been able to pinpoint what each in what 
each individual golfer needed the most help with? You know, I know it's kind of like a three-part question, but it's like when you see a dramatic change across the board, obviously something clicked at the right spot, and it's like, you know, was that a was that your game plan from the beginning, or have you just noticed and been able to adapt throughout the season? Going into the season, I had an idea about what I wanted to create. Now, from day one, it's probably been just constantly trying to adapt. Probably one of the one of the, one of the hardest things that I have to try to do is try to figure out with seventeen players, each one of them, you kind of have to approach a little bit different. What motivates that one individual to want to get better and it's different with each one of them and i'll be honest with you like i probably don't have it locked down for all 17 just yet but my biggest goal is to try to you know to continue to work with each of them you know, i take notes constantly my computer at home is, is full with data so i'm constantly trying to figure out you know what helps a kid get better you know what doesn't help because it's it's, it's amazing the swings, and that's probably another thing that I've learned as a coach. It's, over the course of a month, the swings that, that a player will go through, and kind of as you're back watching as a coach, it's almost like a parent because you, you just you want to see them succeed so bad. And it just you know that it's in them. So trying to figure out a way to pull that out of them is it's, it's part of what, you know, it's – it's enjoyable to me, but it's also it's probably why I got some of these extra gray hairs. But it's, <laughs> but it is. But but you know, I mean, I've, I've had. It's such a routine sport, too, though. It is. I mean, and it's like one little difference on your stance, one little grip difference. I mean, it's so tedious, but yet so specific. Well, it's, it's, I mean, the perfect example I was talking to a coach last night about is, it, I mean, you, with golf is just, it's so difficult. And, and the difference between a good shot and a bad shot is so small. You know, it's, it's what makes me love the game so much. You can go out on a Monday, you know, and fire the round of your life and then come out on a Tuesday and just for, you know, you just, you hit it everywhere. But it, you know, but teaching them how to, giving them perspective about, you know, golf and, and helping them understand that if you hit a bad shot, it's not the end of the world. You just got to, you got to put the club back in the bag, pick your bag up, you go walk and you start your process again. You know, you work through your pre-shot routine and you hit that next shot to the best of your ability. And then you just, you keep doing that over and over. And at the end of the day, you had your strokes up. Yeah. Well, so you talked about, and, and by the way, Braden, if you're listening I think you're a good kid. Okay, he, I just I, kid. I just like giving Wes and Allie a hard time. <laughs> I think you're a good kid. Uh, so you were talking about uh, your number one, Brett. Uh, he's a senior, junior, junior. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, so has he started getting any looks from colleges? He has. Um, we actually had, there were some a few D one college coaches out at uh, our last tournament on Saturday. I'm having some conversations with a few now. Um, some of that stuff they don't they kind of want to keep hush hush. Right. Sure. A lot of college coaches right now they're working on next year's right. roster. So, but the way Brett plays, I've told him I said if if you just play your game, everything else will take care of itself. Right. Yeah, um, right. You know, if 
when you're one of the top talents in the state and you consistently put yourself in a position to play in all-state tournaments, you know, to play in the state tournament, like, coaches are going to see you. But, you know, the same thing that I tell him, I told everybody, I said, you know, but what's the most important, when coaches are out there watching a kid play, a lot of times they're not so much watching what do they shoot. They want to see how does a kid react I in adversity. Pro- I was going to say probably react to the yeah, bad shot. That's that's one thing. And a coach will tell you that, a D1 coach will tell you, like when I'm out there watching, like I mean, there's a thousand kids that can hit a good golf ball. Yeah. But show me the kid that can have a bad round and I don't know it. You know, I can watch him from 100 yards away walking down the fairway. He's playing the worst he's ever played, but I wouldn't know any different. Right. You know, it's being able to keep your composure, you know, face adversity. That's really kind of – we work on that a lot with the guys. Well, so, still fa- still fairly new on the job. You talked about having having a lot more gray hairs this, yeah. th- this visit than you Absolutely. did. Um, what's been the biggest challenge? First, is coaching harder than you thought? And second, what's been the biggest challenge or obstacle that you've had to learn or overcome – in this short time period? I think the schedule, trying to figure out the schedule has probably been the biggest challenge. Number one, uh, the practice schedule, the tournament schedule, trying to figure out a way to maximize our ability to practice and get better. It's it's busy. Yeah. But every coach you talk to is going to tell you the same thing. The, the way it's set up with Allstate, it's, just, it's designed around, you know, trying to get Allstate points. So, you know, teams play on average 15 to 20 tournaments, and that's just that's the environment that we live in. So I'll be much better prepared next year um, with that. But probably the other challenge, I think, is just trying to adapt um, with the kids, trying to figure out, trying to find, you know, that whatever that, that, that's, that button is for each of them, right. you know, to, to help them out. Like I said, I, I feel confident that, that I've – accomplish that with some of them but ideally as a coach you know you want to be able to help all of them right you know so you were talking about some of them are out with a swing coach right now is that what mm-hmm. you so ignorant question i know a swing coach helps you with your swing but why not coach mccormick so why a specific swing coach probably one of the first things that i had I have to acknowledge what are my limitations okay. as a coach and yep. what are my strengths. And Absolutely. I, I, I knew coming into it, you know, I've been out of golf for a while. There's a lot I've got to learn. But I knew coming into it the season, one of the best things that I could bring to the table was helping them with the mental side of the game. I knew probably that one of the weakest parts was going to be assisting with their swing. I can I can help fundamentals, you know, help kind of that, that foundation of a swing. But once you get to a certain stage like like a like a you know brett mark for instance he needs something more advanced right now so what we decided to do is we work with with grover justice and carson stone over at bluegrass golf academy over in lakeston we our top 10 or 11 guys go every tuesday night for two hours you know that's something that that we'll do through the winter you know through next year that'll be something we constantly have in our program It, it it provides Access to, I mean, they're probably two of the top golf swing coaches in the state. And okay. they, they have all the technology there. So the, it gives them access to the data that you need, the technology that you need now to kind of put you on a level playing field. Because golf today, it's it's just such a different sport than when right. I play. There's so much more technology, and it's data-driven. Than well, before. I mean, because at a time, it was just grip it and rip it. Like, it, you I, just 
get a golf club and you swing as hard as you can. But, I mean, today, I mean, they get data and clubs and balls so dialed in for each specific golfer that, you know, to, if you want to play competitive golf, you almost, I mean, not having access to that kind of puts you, puts you behind the, the eight ball. And not only that, I mean, they can listen to a parent while they grow up so much mm-hmm. and then they kind of tune them out. They can listen to a, you know, a coach to a certain extent and you can go so far, but you always want them to hear another voice as long as you're approving of that voice. Right. And, and just hearing them, they may be like, okay, coach, coach told me this, but I see what, you know, now, now I can see another tweak, you know, tweak that they can make and, you know, it just makes them better. Yeah. It just, just hearing another voice sometimes helps. I believe me. I tried to do that with my son, and I was like, it is time for you to listen to somebody else. And it helped, you know, tremendously. Yeah, but their knowledge of the game, the swing coaches we use, I mean, it's just when you when you go there, and I mean, I go to each one, and I just kind of sit back and I listen. It's just, I mean, it's, it's phenomenal, the wealth of knowledge, because there's three of them that work with it. To give them the access to, you know, to that knowledge, it's, you know, it's, it's my, I think that, you know, you can you can see the improvement throughout this year. But if, if the guys continue kind of progressing within through the winter and the spring, you know, I think. Really and and so you're pretty young. You, you said you have four seniors, right? We have, we have four seniors. Four seniors. And then um, and just Brett's, one, Brett's a junior, and he's the only junior? We have four seniors. Let me see. Yeah, one junior. And so, so you've got a pretty young we're, team we're, in the big scheme of yeah, things. We're 12, 12, 13 players that are all sophomores and blower, and that's two seventh graders too. Wow. And yeah. all players, like I said, like – all the experience that they've gotten this year, whether right. it be tournaments, even just the establishing the standards and the culture around how do you right. practice, right. Well, how do I expect you to practice? I think when we step onto the course next summer, it'll be a completely different right. environment. Yeah. You know. Now, is there spring golf, or would that just be like club? Well, it'll be kind of more on their own. I mean, golf will get kind of amped back up. You're talking about as you start approaching towards the end of the school year. Um, now we'll, we'll start doing stuff. I'm still trying to learn, you know, what's, what can be voluntary and all that stuff. Because I mean, we'll, we'll continue to work through the off season. Um, you know, we'll have an indoor training facility. We're going to do strength and conditioning program through the winter. Um, I would say the golf team will start getting ramped back up May, June with like voluntary stuff. Right. But then a lot of other kids will push. I want them out competing, you know, either in state, regional, or national tournaments just to kind of, you know. Right. Interesting. I remember what my question was a while ago. Um, when you were talking about the – you had the regional and then you had that next round – Obviously, that's going to be against someone else, right? You're not going against that same regional opponent. Let's see. You're, so your top two teams from each region will advance to stage one, which it, it, the, the teams that come out of our region will advance to play at Winchester Country Club. Then we would play against two other kind of pockets. So it would be three pockets total. Gotcha. That was, so, And then from there, it's the top three. So the state actually comes down to just the top nine teams that kind of make it through those first two stages gotcha gotcha now can you qualify for state individually you can so i think region if i remember correctly it's top two teams and top 10 individuals okay advance to the first stage and then it's top three teams top 15 individuals will advance to the final stage now we feel confident brett probably will qualify for all state and state if brett 
I'll tell you the exact same thing I would tell Brett. I said, Brett, if, if you just play your game, you stay focused, and you don't have to be anything more than what you are. You you play your game. He's got – and I – but I'll tell you another thing, too. It would not shock me if we have one or two others that could at least make it to the first stage. Nice. If, if we can make it to the to the next stage at Winchester Country Club, we have a lot of kids with a lot of experience there, too. So, you know. Okay, cool. So, I mean, I mean, we could have a pretty good haul from Montgomery County – Playing some uh, state golf action. The potential is there for sure. Like I said, we we've got the state. We we've each player has shown on an individual day that they have the talent to shoot the score we need to advance. We just need it to happen on the same day. Now, where will the all state tournament be? That's in Lexington at the University Club. Okay, that'll be the sixteenth and seventeenth. And then where is the KHSA state tournament? That will be at Bowling Green. Bowling Green. Okay. Well, that's a little haul down there. Yeah, it's, I think it's October sixth and seventh. Now, is this all state thing? Is that um, is that boys only? Because boys and girls. I was going to say Chris has never mentioned mentioned boys that. and girls. So okay, I think that yeah. That, so there's two courses there at the U Club. The girls play mm-hmm. one course one day, and the boys play the other, and then they rotate. Gotcha. Day. Well, so coach, you talked about the tournament again. To touch on that before before we wrap up. Uh, Tell us some more information about that. How you know, do you have to pay? Are there tickets? You know, give us some information about your tournament this Saturday. So it's free admission. Okay, everyone is welcome. Like I said, there will be food, there will be coffee. Um, if, if you want to bring a cart, you know, bring your own. But we, we've got uh, we've got twenty teams, one hundred four individuals. You know, mo- all the top teams from our region. It's going to be super competitive. It's going to kind of be a nice preview for regions. Um, I would love. We're going to have probably. Another hundred parents out there following. I'd love to have another hundred community people from the community just come out, be involved. You know, create that buzz. Follow our kids around. Support them. I think it'll go a long way towards helping helping them kind of get over that hump. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, but but like I said, there's no tickets, free of charge. Okay. So come on out. Well, and you know, we've been doing our Kim Soft Athlete of the Week. And I laid down a challenge the last oh, time I the know. girls were on here <laughs> and that they repeat as uh, the Mason County Invitational Champs. And they, they so I'm going to lay down a challenge to Coach McCormick and his boys that if we get a winner or the team wins, then I'm going to go on record to say that I will name them the Kim Soft Athlete of the Week and they will get their Kim Soft Athlete of the Week package. Challenge accepted. Yes, sir. Yeah, uh, that'll be exciting. And, and it sounds like Brett has a, a pretty good shot at that. Oh, so. Brett would tell you right now he's going to win. Well, <laughs> Brett, if you're listening, I hope you do, buddy, because I'll be a man of my word. Absolutely. Me, I, I like the moxie, so, you know, it goes uh, a little bit of confidence goes a long way in golf, so I love it. Absolutely. Yeah, and you definitely cannot lack confidence when you're when you're playing on no, the golf sir. course. That's no, for sure. Whether it's a good shot or bad shot, you just, like you said, you got to put that shot behind you and go, and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to improve the next shot. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Well, awesome. Well, Coach, um, I appreciate you coming on. We appreciate you coming on and and visiting with us again, getting a a good look at what the season has been so far. Um, Glad that it's working out well for you. It sounds like the team's doing doing well and doing what you want them to do. And, uh, you know, good luck this weekend. Good luck in the regionals. And then hopefully, you know, on into the state level for sure. Absolutely. I appreciate it, guys. Awesome. Well, thanks again for coming in. Thanks again to Coach for coming in and spending some time with us uh, tonight. And now it's time for everybody's favorite segment, Moco in the Now. Please don't oh, ever come on. Call it again. No. <laughs> oh, That's no. So bad. 
You brought it up. You saw so us I looking at our phones. You're like, this is the perfect opportunity. I'm just going to. I'm going to say it. I'm going to say it. Slide it in there. <laughs> uh, anyways. So, hey, I mean, real quick, but while, you know, Brett Markham, a 70, finishing second in the most recent tournament. Yeah. See, this is where we have to get our relationship better with some of these coaches. Not that our relationship isn't good with him, but it's like when we're looking at our you know, athletes of the week, it's hard to get the statistics. You know, it's like we had volleyball coach in um, last week. Well, it, it, we're behind on volleyball stats, right? So it's not readily available for us. I, I, I'd actually saw a post that said where Brett had come in second um, in Round County there at uh, Eagle Trace. Um, so I, That's I a tough that course, too. It is a tough course. Uh, here's yeah. the thing. When it comes down to when it, <laughs> I have no clue. Interesting. Mm. Interesting. <laughs> when it comes down to picking our athlete of the week, unless it's just an absolute masterful performance that we're like oh, there's no doubt about it. There's a lot of athletes out here making it hard on us to go to make figure out who's going to be that athlete of the week. Yeah. I mean, shooting a 70, I mean, that's Hey, I tell you, and I told I told Coach this that if he goes out and shoots a seventy this week, he's going to be our athlete. We I'm like that's a low that's a low score. It is. I mean, he came in second. And, well, I'm and just it's thinking one that, of those things. It's you know, there's always that kid out there that all of a sudden shoots his his personal best sixty eight or something. And yeah, like, I, gosh dang it, we should have asked him what the what the what the winning score was. Yeah. But I mean, Brett's got Brett's had. If I'm not mistaken, that's his third or fourth second place finish this year. Yeah, that's pretty good. Yeah, for for a season. Yeah, absolutely. So how'd the football team do Friday night, Wes? Football team looked much improved. Um, you don't 40. see you don't see this, but I'm pointing to myself right now because I said they were going to. I said it was going to be a get right game. Forty two to six. Um, uh, I was sitting in the stands. I, I knew that Jacob Gum was having a game. I knew that uh, Harrison Haddix was having a game also. I thought he only had three touchdowns. Um, his stepmom was sitting right beside him and said, yeah, no, I thought he had four touchdowns. I was like, I think that's his fourth touchdown. So he goes, no, no. Um, uh, number 20, Wilson. Uh, that was one of his, one of his touchdowns. Was and and come to find out, it was Harrison's. He had four touchdowns. Yeah. So you know he had four touchdowns. Jacob Gum played really well. He had four touchdowns. Um, he's improving every week. Uh, yeah. E- even in the loss against Mason County, he he played well. This game was a lot was was really good for his confidence. Yes. Uh, to really see that ball come out of his hands, be caught. Um, Wilson made a fantastic catch in the back of the end zone with his one foot down um, falling out of bounds. I mean, it was a really good throw. Every throw that I saw, I was like, it was not that that was a good throw. Whether we dropped it, whether it was, you know, just just deflected, but it was a good throw. Every throw was a good throw. Yeah. Um, which is really good for his confidence. But I mean, all in all, 
Man, that's the type of game they needed. Especially yeah. coming into what's going to be a tough matchup with Paris this week. Yeah, it, yeah a tough matchup with yeah, Paris. I mean, I mean, we knew from the doctor of sports, Ivan Rice, that they were going to be good. They may look better than he said. Well, they and, good. And, and are they three and zero now? They're yes, 3-0. and and they have athletes all over the field. Yes, they do. So yes, they do. Uh, Friday's going to be. Don't let the one A. Uh, no, size school fool you about a team like Paris. Mm-mm. Paris, if if you're not careful, Paris will come in and and hang an L on us. Yeah, quick. Yeah. Well, since we're talking about football and we're talking about Harrison Haddocks, he is our Kim Soft Athlete of the Week. And if you haven't already seen the post, we did share that out on Sunday. But uh, a huge game and huge. He had, like we said, four touchdowns, and he had. The majority of the receiving yards that gum through, yeah, and that ultimately was the, des- the deciding factor. Because when we were having the conversation between the two, the question was, how many yards did Jacob have? He had 164, but Harrison caught 114 of them. Right. right. So that was the tiebreaker. If anyone wants to know why, it was a legitimate conversation that we had that was like, ooh, this was tough. And then Noah Wallace goes out. And he's like, well, I was athlete of the week last week. Let me do something bigger this week. So he is our 2-2 sweet treats dog, dog of the week. week. Anytime oh. you go out and score eight goals. Nine. Wasn't it nine? No, it was eight. eight. Oh, was it eight? And set a school record. Yeah. You Noah Wallace got that dog in him. <laughs> he does. He does. So we don't normally have the 2-2s. Uh, sweet treats, dog of the week on this show, but it was necessary. It, it it was, it was. Now, with that being said, since it was our tutu's dog of the week, don't forget tutu sweet treats is one of our sponsors. And for the month of September, we have a little ad for you there. If you use the promo code podcast when you call tutus or message them, uh, you will get six. Chocolate-covered Rice Krispie treats for twenty dollars. That is normally a thirty-dollar package. So you're getting ten dollars off if you use the promo code podcast. You can reach them on Facebook at Two Two Sweet Treats or phone number eight five nine seven four nine five zero eight four. That's eight five nine seven four nine five zero eight four for your Two Two Sweet Treats. If you haven't had a chocolate-covered Rice Krispie treat before. You miss the night. They are unbelievable. Yeah. Actually, I asked Darren, I was like, what kind of special you want to run this month? He goes, well, since the chocolate-covered Rice Krispie treats are your favorite, let's do that. So, yeah. and this is the or the 18th of September is National Chocolate Dip Rice Krispie Treat Day. So, there you go. Fun fact, we're just dropping knowledge. <laughs> we are dropping knowledge. <laughs> Interesting. Yeah. Hmm. <laughs> Interesting. <laughs> If you're going to do it, do it right. <laughs> I'm sorry. So, moving on. Well, uh, we talked about boys soccer. Well, I was going to say. Oh, oh they, they, they played more games. They you're played right. more games. They lost a heartbreaker to Lexington Catholic. Yeah, that was close. Home. Yeah. Uh, 1-0. Uh, they did go uh, They bought, lost to um, Great Crossing 5-2, but then they, you know, they bounced back and got that 10-0 mercy win versus Paris. Um, and then on the girls' side, they actually only played one game. One game. Uh, they beat East Carter. Uh, three one, which um, those those Carter County schools, especially East Carter, that's usually a pretty tough matchup, especially on the girls' side. So uh, that is a big, uh, uh, big win. 
then we when we go to the volleyball, volleyball, we um, took two losses last week. We lost to Whitley County 03, and we lost to Lexington Christian 03 as well. Yeah, that trip to Whitley County scared him. Uh, we talked about that yeah. last week. So, um, but he's playing these schools. He he wants to play these tougher schools to to get ready for uh, district. Just like you said, the region region champs. I mean the the Lexington Christian game. I mean that their second set, you know, it was twenty five eight, but the first and third set twenty six twenty four, and twenty five twenty three, we're right there. Well, yeah. and he takes the same approach as Coach McCormick does. Like he wants to play the best. Like yeah. it's and and you heard Coach McCormick talk about it's a grind. Yeah. So he wants he wants the boys to know. This is what it's like to play these guys, and this yeah. is what it's like to play a tournament and turn around a couple days later and have to play another tournament. Like, I mean, <clears throat> one thing that we've been seeing here pretty consistent across all of these sports here lately, we're pretty young in a lot of these sports, yeah, yeah. and which which sets us up in the next year or two to have a lot more experience and maybe do some dangerous things in some of these sports. Not only that, it and it really shows that there's mu- more interest. That's being garnered each and every year in all kinds of sports. Yeah. So, and then to close out our uh, athlete athletics, um, the cross country team ran last week in Ashland. Uh, the rare midweek meet they typically run on Saturdays. Um, they just did uh, boys and girls varsity. And Drew Thompson was the highest Montgomery County finisher on the boys' side. He finished 11th out of 97 runners. And then uh, Ava Plum did Ava Plum things, and she finished second again out of it's about 77 runners. Is it the same runner she keeps losing to? Um. So the girl she keeps the girl that wins a lot uh, in this area is from Rowan County, and uh, her name's Autumn. Uh, Autumn's pretty fast. Yeah. Uh, so it they have a nice, friendly, competitive rivalry. Yeah. Yeah. So. Well, now before we wrap up, there was a goal, right? Skyler had a goal Schuyler last week to goal. finish His, in the top five, right? He was the Montgomery County finishers. Top five of the Montgomery County finishers. And how did he do with that? He was number four. Yeah, Skyler. Woo! He was a sub twenty minute five k. Okay. So he ran it in nineteen forty nine. Uh, of course, he's a seventh grader. He was the I didn't I hadn't realized this until I looked at it. He was the first middle school finisher in that race. in varsity in varsity in, running in varsity running. Nice. So way to nice. go, Skyler. Way to go. So well, awesome, awesome, awesome. Well, guys, there you have it for this week's edition of Community Trust Coaches Corner, presented by the From Corner to Corner Podcast. If you haven't already, go out and give us a like on Facebook. Also, remember to help us promote our Coaches Corner Show and our Athlete of the Week. Our community, our coaches, our teams, and our students, they all deserve it. We'll catch you guys next week. And guys, don't forget, giving away that free family pass, still time. Go on our Facebook page, like the post, share the post, tag three friends that you want to watch the Indians with. It ends tonight. It ends tonight. And as always, stay safe, friends. The MoCo Four Horsemen would like to thank you for listening to From Corner to Corner. Be sure to go out and follow us on Twitter, on TikTok, on Facebook, Instagram, and even YouTube. 
whatever podcast platform that you listen to us on, be sure to go out and give us a five-star review. Thanks as always, and we look forward to seeing you next week.